0: If your happy ending is no more joint pain, please try Sierra Sill with a money-back guarantee. It's all natural joint pain relief that's changed our lives. Sierra, like the mountains, and Sill, like silicon. Go to sierrasill.com. Use the code DRIFT for 10% off. Hello, I'm Erin, and welcome to DRIFT. What a pleasure it is to spend this quiet time with you as we share stories of nature, of love, of fairies, and of happily ever afters. Tonight, I'd like to share with you a sweet story I found from the book of Jewish fairy tales and legends. It was written by Gertrude Blanda, also known as Aunt Naomi. And I'll begin our story after a brief moment of relaxation and a thank you to Envy Pillow, which makes this podcast possible. I first found Envy Pillow several years ago when I was suffering stressed neck pain. Envy Pillow is the only certified organic pillow you'll find infused with copper, antimicrobial and collagen boosting copper. Learn more in the morning. At NVPillow, that's E N V Y com, and sleep with the best. Now, to get you in a place of total relaxation, we're going to start by getting you to concentrate on your breath. With a deep inhale, count with me one, two, three, four, five, then hold it for a moment and exhale even more slowly. One, two, three, four, five. Let's do it again, this time making sure that your shoulders are relaxed and you're lying comfortably, nice and cozy, covered up or uncovered. That works too, wherever you are. Take a big inhale, and hold it, and exhale, great, now if you're able, I want you to scrunch up your toes, and relax them, tense up your calf muscles, Mm. and let them go, now your thighs, tighten, and relax. Let's move up to your backside, clenching and then releasing. Do you feel the difference? You should start noticing how heavy your legs feel, so let's do that with your abs. Clench that tummy. Now release, move up to your pectorals, your chest, and then After you've released, to your shoulders, bringing them up to your ears, and then letting them release down, way down. Get those shoulders down. Clench your fists, and slowly relax and open your hands. Stretch your fingers if you want. Make your arms rigid, and then let them go. Good. Now, for your neck. Do you feel little crackles like I do when you tense your neck? It holds so much during the day, so maybe just let it go. Release. Good. Up to your face. Relax your brow. Your eyelids closing heavily. And your mouth. Just put a little smile on for a minute. Thank yourself for sharing this time just for you. And with one more big inhale and exhale. You are heavy in your bed, completely relaxed and loose. And if you're ready, let's drift. Once upon a time, there lived a man who was both well-educated and well-off. We do not know this man's name, for one assumes it has been lost to time. But he did have a child, an only son named Hanina. The older man and his wife and son lived happily, and then it was time for the young man to marry and move out. Many years passed, until one sad day, the father sent a messenger, asking his son to come home immediately. He was a good son, so Hanina obeyed. Sadly, it was not at all a happy homecoming, for both his father and mother were lying ill. I'm so glad that you sent for me, said Hanina. Let me take care of you and make you both well again, for I love you so much. Ah, my son, said the old man, our time is near and we are about to die. But do not grieve, for it has been so ordained. Your mother and I have been companions through life, and we are to be privileged to leave this world together. When the time comes and we pass on, here is what I need you to do. Anything, Father, for you and Mother, anything. Just tell me. And he leaned in and listened carefully. You will mourn us for the customary seven days. They will end on the eve of the festival of the Passover. On that day, go into the marketplace, and purchase the first thing offered to you. The first thing? asked Hanina. Yes, said his father quietly but firmly. No matter what it is, or what the cost that may be demanded, you will buy it, and I promise that when the time is right, it will bring to you good fortune. Listen carefully to my words, my son, and trust me, for all will be well. I will, father. I'll do exactly as you say. After not too much time passed, everything happened exactly as the old man had predicted. The elderly couple died together on the exact same day. They were laid to rest together, And then, after the week of mourning, on the day preceding the Passover festival, Hanina remembered what it was he had to do next. With his wife accompanying him, Hanina made his way to the marketplace, wondering all the while just what adventure was in store for him. He had barely set foot in the marketplace, where anything you could possibly imagine was on display when an old man approached him. The wizened, hunched, white-haired and bearded fellow was carrying a small silver trunk. It had the most curious design, with swirls and decorations, unlike any Hanina had seen in all his travels. Purchase this, my son, the old man said. And it will bring you good fortune. What does it contain? asked Hanina. Oh, I cannot tell you that, was the man's reply, for I honestly do not know. All I can say for sure is that whoever should buy this casket can open it at the feast which begins the Passover. Naturally, Hanina was impressed by these words, for they echoed the instructions that his father had given him before his death. But not wishing to appear too anxious to buy the silver box, lest the seller raise his price, Hanina asked, And how much would you be asking for this, sir? Well, for you, a thousand gold pieces. Now that was an enormous sum, nearly everything that Hanina and his wife had in the whole world. But remembering his vow to his father, the good son paid the money and took the heavy silver casket home, carrying it before him like the treasure that he hoped it was. Hanina and His Wife placed the large box upon the dining table that night, when the Passover festival began. When the hour came for the casket to be opened, he pried at the elaborate latch that graced its front. Eventually, it popped open, and he raised the lid. And what did he see? Yet a smaller box this one of the finest polished wood. As Hanina and his wife looked at each other in curiosity and wonder, the man opened that box too, and out sprang a frog. As you can imagine, the couple was bitterly disappointed. No treasure to make up for the gold for which they had purchased this chest, these two chests, actually no jewels or scrolls of wisdom, nothing of worth at all. But remembering the provenance of this amphibian, Hanina's wife respectfully gave food to the frog, which devoured everything as though it had been without a morsel to eat for days and days. So much did the creature consume that by the time Passover had ended, In eight days, it had grown to an enormous size. Hanina built a pen to hold his strange possession. But the frog continued to grow and grow, and soon required a special shed. By now, Hanina was seriously puzzled. What on earth could his father have had in mind, he wondered. The frog ate so ravenously, That the man and his wife had little food for themselves. But did they complain? Did they curse their fate and their hardship? No, they did not, even though their difficulties grew by the day. Their lives were so tough that they had to sell off everything they owned in order to keep the frog supplied with food. And in a short time, They found themselves without furniture, no covers on the windows, no bedding, nothing to eat, and in abject poverty. At long last, Hanina's wife lost all of her strength and heart, and she began to cry bitter tears. To her astonishment, the frog, which was now bigger than she, spoke to her do not cry wife of faithful hanina you, you you are talking she said in surprise snuffling back her tears blinking her eyes and shaking her head to make sure she was seeing and hearing properly i am dear woman so listen to me you have treated me well you have not complained you have been generous You have been faithful to the requests of your late father in law, and now it is time for me to treat you well in return. So ask anything of me, anything at all, and I shall carry out your wishes. What shall it be? Oh, please, just give us food, sobbed the woman. Easily done, said the frog. There it is, and at that very moment there came a knock at the door. When Hanina's wife opened it, there sat a massive basket brimming with food. The frog then turned to Hanina, who stood there with his mouth hanging open, wondering if his hunger had caused him to take leave of his senses. And what does your heart desire? My faithful friend asked the frog. Hanina scratched his chin. Well, he said slowly, a frog that can talk and that performs wonders must be very wise indeed and very well educated. So, what I should like is for you to teach me everything I need to know about the traditions of men. The frog agreed. But did he take out books and teach the man as a professor would? Oh, no, for he is a most unusual frog, as we have already learned. The frog wrote out the law and the seventy known languages on strips of paper. Then he commanded Hanina to swallow them. With a shrug and a drink of water, of course, Hanina did just as the frog commanded. And when he did, he became acquainted with everything, even the language of the animals, including the birds. As word spread, everyone regarded Hanina as possessing the greatest mind of his time. Ah, but the wonders were not yet over. For one day the frog, who lived happily and quietly with Hanina and his wife, spoke again. He cleared his throat (coughs) and said, The day has arrived when it is time for me to pay you for all of the kindness that you have shown me all of these years. Your reward shall be great. But, dear frog, protested Hanina, you have already made me wise beyond my wildest dreams. You have given me the gift of knowledge and made me a sage. How much more could we ask of you? The frog simply smiled his awkward, froggy smile and said, Follow me into the woods, and you will see the marvels I can perform for you. Come, come. Hanina and his wife followed the enormous frog to the woods, stepping in the hobbling amphibian's giant and deep webbed footprints. When they finally arrived at the edge of an enormous stand of trees, the frog cried out in its croaking voice, Come to me, all inhabitants of the woods, the caves and streams, and do as I say. Bring precious stones from the depths of the earth and roots, and herbs. All was quiet for the longest time. And then it began, the strangest procession. Hundreds upon hundreds of birds came twittering through the trees. Thousands upon thousands of insects came crawling from holes in the ground, and all the animals in the woods from the tiniest to the largest beasts, came in answer to the call of the frog. Each group brought some gift and laid it at the feet of Hanina and his wife, who stood in shock and even some fear, for some of these creatures could do them harm. But soon a great pile of precious stones and herbs was heaped before them. All these belong to you, said the frog, pointing to the jewels. But what about these other things? asked Tanina's wife, eyeing the brown, gold, and green offerings at their feet. Ah, said the frog, these herbs and roots are worth their weight in gold, for with them you will be able to cure all manner of diseases. But but why us? asked Hanina. Whatever have we done to deserve such generosity and richness? Because you obeyed the wishes of the dying and did not question me or your father. You are now rewarded, the frog replied. Hanina and his wife thanked the frog, and then the man asked, Could you kindly tell us who you are then? Yes, replied the frog. I am the fairy son of Adam, gifted with the power of assuming any form. Farewell. With these words, the frog began to shrink. Growing smaller and smaller until it was the size of an ordinary frog. Then, with one look back at the awe struck couple, it hopped into a stream and disappeared, and all the denizens of the woods returned to their haunts. Hanina and his wife. Made their way home with their treasures. In a very short time, they became famous everywhere for their wealth, but more importantly, for their wisdom and their charity. And they lived in happiness with everyone for many, many years. And with that, a happy ending a generous frog, and a couple with faith, who shared their bounty with everyone around them, I wish you a good night and sweet dreams.